Welcome to my podcast. This is Sharam Jafari. I'm a licensed realtor who can help you to buy or sell your property. I also decided to start Real Estate in Vancouver podcast, where you can find all type of information and updates about real estate in Metro Vancouver. Stay tuned as we want to change the face of real estate. Dear listeners, my name is Sharam Jafari, and this is my second program. Today, I have the privilege again to sit down with Simon Wong, uh, one of the best mortgage brokers. And uh, because for the first program, uh, some people who listened to it, they called me back and they said, oh, thank you. That was really good. It was very informative. So then I decided to continue the same path. That's why I Simon and then I asked him to let's get together and then uh, record another program. So that's uh, that's why we got together together uh, today. And, uh, and then we're going to discuss some important uh, topics uh, about housing and about the interest rate and uh, I do appreciate to to hear back from you all of your uh, thoughts and opinion about these programs because that gives us uh, that gives us uh, some uh, some idea for the future so Simon welcome to welcome back to program hello yes it's good to be back and thank thank you again for very inviting good. me very <laughs> good so how was the how was the new year for you New Year was good. Uh, just uh, I had a stay vacation. Didn't you know go anywhere. Just stayed in Vancouver, skiing, uh, family. Good, yeah. good, good. Uh, <laughs> definitely, this mm-hmm. this place is mm-hmm. the best place. One of the best places for yeah, yeah. <laughs> people who are interested in skiing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, take advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So the question that I'm going to ask you as a first question, uh, uh, it would be something that me as a realtor, mm-hmm. uh, I have you know I I know. A a bit about, I mean, I know about it because uh, as a realtor, I have access to all the data and I can tell you, for mm-hmm. example, how was the market two years ago compared mm-hmm. with last year mm-hmm. and then compared with three years ago, for example, because I have access to the data. Mm-hmm. But I decided to ask a kind of similar questions from you mm-hmm. and then and then hear you and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your insight about this question? And that would be about the, mm-hmm. let's uh, make the question very, very short. Uh, and then I'll explain a little bit about the question later. It's about the housing recovery, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we are hearing all the news and media mm-hmm, that the housing is getting slow and uh, and people are not buying in Vancouver or mm-hmm. Metro Vancouver and things like that. Mm-hmm. So for me as a realtor, I would say, okay, definitely the market is not as hot as a few years ago. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Me, this is the answer as a realtor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but however, me always, uh, I'm always looking at neighborhood by neighborhood, mm-hmm. spot mm-hmm. by spot. Mm-hmm. Some spots, it might be a little bit slow mm-hmm. and some area or neighborhood, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a lot more slower than the other neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah. So my answer, my initial answer to this question would be, we need to look at the neighborhood by neighborhood as a realtor, right? Mm-hmm. But I decided to ask the same question from you as a mortgage broker. What yeah. do you think about the housing re- recovery between 2018 and then we transferred to 2000? 
2019 what do you what do you, what do you project what do you see in the future is going to happen in in housing market in metro vancouver thank you okay so yeah that's uh, going to be a hot topic uh this this year definitely uh a lot of big banks and also economists at you know at the federal federal government they all suspect like a strong uh, year in 2020 for uh, real estate uh, activity uh, this this is across canada um but specifically what you're talking about like in in the greater vancouver and i guess another big market will be the toronto area uh they're saying that they're seeing like you know the concerns of over valuations in these uh, major urban cities uh they're not going to be so how do you say like so uh, up and down um you know the, the activity in in vancouver and toronto uh the last few years have seen a surge and you know uh sales activity price growth whatever and all of a sudden in 2017 18 you know you see a huge dip right so you're not going to see those huge fluctuations anymore uh you're not going to see things like your property value going up like 26% one year right um it's going to be steady uh so the overvaluation is going to be very steady your 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 growth or your decrease in your property is going to be fluctuating at a very steady rate okay okay uh and so another thing that um to look at is also the market right that's what we're all all looking for um all the big real estate firms including the banks they all say uh sales activities will be increased this year um this is usually what we consider due to uh the stress test you know so back in 2018 um when the stress test you know first came in Uh, a lot of people especially first time home buyers or or uh property owners that want to upsize or downsize they kind of like sat back in the sidelines and waited to see how the stress test would would affect the market uh, affect like home prices so they waited out 2018 so they didn't come in to buy much right so that's when you saw that dip in in sales activity uh but now um in in the last half of 2019 uh it had a very big increase in sales activity and we think that will carry over to 2020 because those people that sat back they they realize okay the market's getting stable now um it's a good time to come in you know there's lots of volume meaning there's lots of properties listed on the market lots to choose from and they saw the prices decrease right so it's it's a good time to come in to buy so we're expecting to see you know more activity in that area. Yeah. more activity yeah. okay yeah. very good yeah. but as you mentioned yeah. for those uh, mm-hmm. reasons that you mentioned we might not see a lot of fluctuations on the price that as yes. we, as we saw like few years ago no, we yeah. were hearing oh <laughs> there is yeah. a 20 there are 20 offers on a listing no, me no, as a realtor yeah. perspective yeah, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> we won't see that anymore no you 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 might see the odd uh, multiple offers you know of course you know if if uh, someone listed property extremely low you know obviously people are going to multiple offer but back in those days in 2016 you know 2015 where every condo unit was multiple offers no you you probably won't see that one because there's a lot more regulations now especially with all the different policies like the you know vacancy tax and foreign buyers tax all these things stress test and two there's more more uh, supply there's more to choose from right you know the demand is is coming but there's still more supply so lots more to choose from yeah. exactly mm-hmm. just going back to what you just mentioned mm-hmm. as of now i sometimes i can see some properties going on mm-hmm. on multiple offers and mm-hmm. when i look at the system as you mentioned you're absolutely right they mm-hmm. price it very sharp 
mm-hmm. and then hoping to get multiple offer. Mm-hmm. And in most of the cases, they will get multiple mm-hmm. offer depending the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not as often as a few mm-hmm. years ago, for yeah, sure. That's yeah. for sure. For me, like like I was talking about, like you know, as a mortgage broker, I look at like the the overall the economic view. Uh, another thing, a, a lot of the of you viewers probably got in the mail is the the BC assessment. So for me, when I look at it, I just look at a numbers view. I don't really look at in the real estate market of you know the impact. I just know, yeah, prices went down. It's you know it's common. It's economy. It's the market, right? So I just want to you know ask ask you, term like you sure. know what. Do you think you know the impact of this uh, decreases and and the overall BC assessment uh, prices for properties in the Lower Mainland? Good question. Uh, actually, uh, about the BC assessment, as we heard on the media recently, mm-hmm. that price went down uh, between ten percent to fifteen yeah. percent. I wouldn't really rely on on what the media said recently mm-hmm. uh, about the going the price going down mm-hmm. because the. BC assessment price. If before I became a realtor, mm-hmm. I would really worry. Like I would say, okay, this is the value of my property when I when I got that mm-hmm. on the mail, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But since I became a realtor, then now is different story. Now, uh, when I get the BC BC assessment price in the mail, I just open it and I look at the price and mm-hmm. I look at it as just the range of the price. I oh, would okay. never look at that price as the exact value of my property. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because the assessment price is always calculated mm-hmm. by the number of the sales and the price of the similar property sold in the same mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. for the one month of the last year. And that month is the July. Ah, for yeah. example, this year you got the value mm-hmm. assessment value for 2019, mm-hmm. but this is just a average sold property similar to your property that has happened on last July 2018. Mm-hmm. So the BC assessment, they don't know what, what is going to happen after the July, between July to December. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. So, so many occasions between July of last year, which is July of 2018 to December, mm-hmm. in some area for some particular properties, for example, con- condominium or apartment, in one area, this sales has happened more than July. Mm-hmm. And then as a result, the price went slightly yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So that's not something that mm-hmm. it's reflected on mm-hmm. your BC assessment uh, uh, document you receive. Not very accurate. It's, it, <laughs> I would just look at it as a range of the price yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then consider that mm-hmm. at least at least 5% or between 5 to 8% mm-hmm. higher or lower. We don't know. Maybe we don't know, yeah. it went lower a bit after the July to the December. We don't know that, right? Mm-hmm. The most important thing to know the value of your property, if, if you're asking, if you're concerning about that or anybody, mm-hmm. is the recent sold property similar to your property in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, let's just go back to the... <laughs> To the mortgage and uh, going back to what you said so you kind of projecting the sales is going to be steady on 2019 going to 2020 mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then uh, 
And then how does it going to affect to the interest rate, which is one yeah. of the, another yeah. important, uh, important element in mm-hmm. the market? So, yeah, that's another big thing uh, economists are looking at, the interest rate, uh, in, especially in the Canadian market. So one thing to understand is the interest rate uh, is really dictated by the Bank of Canada. Right. You, you always have to pay attention what the Bank of Canada is doing. So that's our federal bank. Kind of like uh, for the U.S., they have the Federal Reserve, right? Every country has a, has a federal bank that, that dictates the interest rate. So if we look at in 2019, uh, Canada hasn't raised the, the, what we call the overnight rate for Bank of Canada. Hasn't raised it in the last six months. So they had six times to do it, but they kept it steady. So right now it's at 1.75. That's the overnight rate, right? So a lot of people say, oh, what is this overnight rate? Uh, this rate just means, it just means that it's, it's the rate that the banks, the federal banks themselves, uh, lend money to each other, right? Uh, so if one bank, say TD Bank, you know, is low on funds, they'll borrow some money from Scotiabank. You know, it's just to keep their equity, liquidity and everything. And when that rate increases, uh, that means borrowing money costs more for the banks. And who do they pass that cost to? The consumer. So that's when the mortgage rates go up. So good thing to keep in mind is if the overnight rate goes up, the interest rates will most likely go up right after, right? Because the banks pass the cost to the consumer, right? So again, um, we didn't touch the rate uh, in Canada in the last six months, right? It stayed the same. Um, But a good indicator is that 40 other countries around the world all cut rates uh, and best indicator or the best country we look at is the US. Um, Canada kind of tends to lag behind the US on these rate cuts. So when say that the US Federal Reserve cut their rates by a quarter of a percent, Canada will most likely follow. So last year, the US already cut their rates by half a percent. Uh, Canada sat in the sidelines. Uh, mainly because the government didn't know to like they were uncertain about the economic uh, factors surrounding Canada, right? Like yes, we had a good job market, good uh, domestic growth, you know, you know GDP is good, right? But um, because there are other factors such as uh, the trade war with China, with the U.S.-China, um, Canada's agreement with the U.S.-MCA trade agreement, all those things had a negative impact, and especially this year now with uh, you know. Trump uh, that uh, killed the general in Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, oil prices are, are surging now, so there's a lot of outs- out- outside sources uncertain. So they kept the rates the same. So I'm guessing, like a lot of economists are saying, that this year uh, Canada will uh, start cutting rates. When we don't know, it could be the first quarter of the year or the second quarter of the year, but we are expecting like a quarter of a percent, so 0.25 percent rate cut. Right. So it is coming. Uh, we don't know when. So if it doesn't come, we won't expect the rates to go up. It'll just remain steady. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if it does come, then we can expect the rates to come down. Right? Okay. Uh, very good. Yeah. So thank you very much. So the other question is, uh, mm-hmm. how can our listener connect with you or contact yeah. you? Can you, If you can please leave your phone number or contact information. Yeah, no problem. So uh, yeah, you can contact me any means. Uh, you can contact me by my cell. Uh, it's uh, 778-929-3678. Or you can email me at uh, simonwongmp at gmail.com. So everything that I talked about today, um, I do send out like a newsletter 
uh, every month uh, for for mortgage rates, market updates, things like that. Uh, if you want to subscribe to it, just give me an email and I'll add you to the list and I'll send it to you. And that brings our second program to the end. Uh, dear listeners, if you have any questions, of course you can uh, comment on the link or or you may call me directly at 604-724-3811. Thank you. Welcome to my podcast. This is Sharam Jafari. I'm a licensed realtor who can help you to buy or sell your property. I also decided to start Real Estate in Vancouver podcast, where you can find all type of information and updates about real estate in Metro Vancouver. Stay tuned as we want to change the face of real estate.